0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts.
2: Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your
1: number one source for all things diesel.
2: i was watching grand tour yep i've seen all the episodes but i'm just you get bored and Mm -hmm. you watch everything and you're like i'll just watch this one over again it was i think it was their newest one of their like special series Mm -hmm. and it was uh like talking about french cars Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) the the whole like plot of this was like french the french never made like a true like off-roader right because they don't need to because <laughs> the French, like, just don't give a shit about their cars. So they'll just take their minivan, like, up the hill. Yeah. They're like, America's got a Jeep, you know, all these, you know, G wagons and all these, like, four-wheel drive vehicles. And, like, no, if you're French, why would you need another
1: vehicle for that? Yeah. Just use this one. Do you have a vehicle? Guess what? <laughs> drive it off-road. It's an off-road vehicle now. But,
2: yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he said, Jeremy Clarkson said a, there's a, a quote that he says that I think is just so perfect because um, it's like uh, the the freedom of uh, or it's so liberating to have a vehicle that you don't give a shit about the resale value on. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you ever, have you ever had a rig that you just like, oh, yeah. oh, I don't give a shit. Like my Durango, like that was that that rig. It's ca- kind and of it's the blue so truck. It's so freaking fun yeah. to just like, well, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. happens, happens smash yeah like,
1: ah. well the right way to fix this is this this, and this and i got a self-tapper in yeah. six minutes yeah yeah I'll <laughs> figure it out it's <laughs> done yeah.
2: like or not even fix it
1: like yeah. f- whatever
2: just keep driving just drive? keep yeah. going mm. yeah so i implore anybody out there to get a vehicle that you just don't give a shit about <laughs> uh, the, the and this, bl- is perfect, it, this is a perfect this it, pr- is a perfect This really
1: is the best way i can describe that option was and i've talked about it before but like when i first bought the blue truck and uh me and Cooper were talking and I was like man I man this thing is geared low from the factory like I can barely go on the freeway or he's like you know we should do a tug you know someone mentioned like a tug war between me and his uh his jeep oh. the the eco diesel that he had oh yeah yeah and he's like oh yeah I'll, I'll take that I was like hold on hold on Cooper Th- there's a difference between this like uh, on paper yeah you probably should you're probably gonna put it in four-wheel drive and kind of creep forward. here's the thing though are you willing to taco your Jeep? <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to fold my truck in half yeah, to yeah. beat you on this, okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. I will put it in third gear. Put it in the catch up in four low <laughs> and, and drop. fucking drop it. Okay? <laughs> and drop that clutch. I will yeah. spin until there's the, my frame's in the back seat. Yeah. Are yeah. you willing to do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't see on his face. Like, Cooper's not the one to like back down from anything, but you can't. You, and, it, and we never officially put it on there, you can't see looking on his face like, yeah, that's well, yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I immediately <laughs> regret that request. It might. <laughs> Something's gonna fall off and shoot through the back of my Jeep on the truck. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. and guess what? I'll still be pinned. Yeah. Three wheels, don't care. That's 75%. That's passing. Yeah, that's passing. That's a that's a C in my day. That's a solid C. On a curve, that's that's a B plus. Yeah, that's a B plus
2: yeah. The C's get degrees. Yeah, Yeah. C's get degrees, baby. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts,
1: made by diesel enthusiasts.
2: Ben take it away.
1: Both these additives are available
2: on our website, DieselPowerProducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode.
1: All right, let's get this episode started. Uh, if you're tuning in, you're like, why the hell they haven't said the name of the episode? Well, today we're going to be talking about commuter cars because the price of fuel and diesel is so dang high. But let's get through this intro real quick. <laughs> <laughs> do. <Badangadoo. laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This has been Anton from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. You can catch us on all the normal podcast playing Apparatuses, So Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find us on there by searching America's News of Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, sort of TikTok, uh, YouTube. We do put these on YouTube. That's probably the best place if you want to leave a comment or have a conversation. We usually get those going every episode there uh Tyler reviews reviews oh yeah let's keep those reviews coming in Sc- leave a review on any of the platforms
2: Ben mentioned earlier screenshot that and send us a podcast at decentpowerproducts.com. make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address that so we can send a little decal that looks just it's not too little it's kind of mid-sized it's a, it's a normal
0: size it's a sticker. normal
1: size decal mm-hmm. of our logo there you go yes and couple other things here. Um, we do go live on our Instagram, which is America's Diesel Podcast, every Wednesday, usually between 4.30 and 5 p.m. Pacific time, because we usually film about two of these every Wednesday, and then we go live to have a beer with the boys before we film the next one. So make sure and check us out there. If you don't follow us again, that Instagram is America's Diesel Podcast. Quick update, since this episode is going to be coming up Thursday, June 30th, we are expecting our fancy branded bill, America's Diesel Podcast hats. There, uh, we just got an update. I was wrong in the last live. I thought they'd already shipped. They have not. They're supposed to ship on July 5th, which means we should have them in our hands the second week of July. So somewhere between, I would say, the 11th and the 15th.
2: How perfect is that, the day after the 4th of July? Yeah, send them out. Just send them out. Send them out, In And all your yeah, <laughs> just beautiful grace, red, white, and blue yeah. colors just through the shipping lanes. Magic
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, lastly if you need parts for your diesel pickup make sure and check out dieselbrowproducts.com we do have sales text on the phone 6am to 6pm pacific time ready to answer Monday through Friday ready to answer your questions and get things out to you uh, the right time the first time we have a huge amount of stock right behind the wall where our eagle is and we are making sure that we can get parts out to you ASAP lastly if you are purchasing parts or your truck and your podcast listener which you are congratulations you're listening as your podcast listener make sure and let us know if you're buying parts from a sales take let me know your podcast listener if you're putting in, or if you're doing an order online the delivery notes section just write "podcast." i can go through and tie them up let's the guys know that run the show here that we're not in here just farting around drinking beer even though we're farting around drinking beer but we're making money that's the yeah. difference <laughs> yeah. you put some dollar signs behind it and all of a sudden business <laughs> 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 ah! so make sure and let us know so we can mark that down lastly actually i think i said last a couple times already but let's finish this one up uh, if you are buying parts for your truck and you're not buying from decent power products i want to know why good bad happy or sad shoot me a dm shoot me a message email whatever let me know why you're not buying from us because uh, it may be something we could fix it may be something wrong with you maybe you need to fix something maybe you need to fix something in your life <laughs> i don't know but I can't try and help unless I know, and I know I said it before, but case in point, we got hounded enough why well, we're not selling Casey turbos. Whole freaking shelf, thousands of dollars on the... Actually, I mean a turbo is like a thousand bucks, so saying thousands of dollars is like two turbos. No, yeah, we have like a like pallets of freaking turbos back there, right around. We got a so. gaggle of them back yeah. there. A whole a gaggle of geese. <laughs> all right, let's get this show on the road. So, as we all know, fuel prices are through the roof and they're climbing. Uh, yeah, fuel well, and one, gas. Yeah, no one. What. one
2: th- we talk about fuel on mm-hmm. this podcast, right? Remember, diesel's for making power. Gas is for cleaning and pa- clean part. Pats. Damn right. I almost said pats. pats. <laughs> <laughs> um Dude, the other day, so I filled up and it was uh, it was like five eighty nine a gallon. Okay, the next day
1: six twenty nine a gallon. Mm-hmm. The day after that six oh nine. Yeah. The. So I, I gauge it every morning. I drive by the same Safeway on the way into work, and they have uh, the diesel, uh, and I go there to get diesel fuel. It's right on my way, and I use the Safeway points. By the way, if you are trying to save money on fuel and they do not sponsor this, and you shop at like Albertson, Safeway, Vons, um, go to their gas stations. We do not spend a ton on groceries. We're not a huge family. I, I can still usually save uh, at least you know one time a month, 25 gallons, I can get up to a dollar off. So... And you, I mean, the increments below there too. Sure. I highly recommend getting into something like that. Um, But yeah, it was it kind of held steady at like five seventy nine. Yeah. And then one morning I drove, or no, it was it was five fifty nine. It was holding steady at five fifty nine, and when I drove by in the morning, and when I drove back home at night, it was five eighty nine. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I drove back the next morning, five ninety nine. Came home from work. 6.04, 6.04, and then back to work the next morning, 6.09. Yeah, I was like, holy it's shit. It's almost like they don't even know. Yeah. Like, what, what do we sell this for? And, there, and <laughs> the, like, before it was like, it seemed like it always seemed to move in 10 cent increments for me, personally. Yeah, yeah. But now it was like, well, now we're at 6.04. Can we go on to 6.03? Yeah. Mark it down, 6.03. Oh, two. okay, 6.04, back, yeah, go back. Yeah, back up, yeah. So, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's annoying for everybody.
2: One other thing, so I did see that uh, the old Bidester's uh, wanting to what do they, what do you call it, a federal tax holiday? Yeah, t-
1: that's so stupid. 24
2: cents? That's like the, oh, you're going to save save money on your, uh, your Memorial Day, um, you know, barbecues. What, five cents
1: or whatever it was? It was like pennies, wasn't it? Well, it's like, and then, I mean, the price is going to go up all <laughs> the way leading into the weekend. The tax goes down. Great, 24 cents off. Now it's the same price it was four days ago normally. Yeah. And guess what? Are the prices going to go back down over the weekend? No. Yeah. He's just—he's literally that whole thing. He, you're literally getting. Everybody says like, you know, at least buy me dinner before you take me out. You know, yeah. it's like he's taking you out to dinner. Yeah. That's what he's doing. That twenty-four cent little. little yeah, I can find twenty-four cents up.
2: in our parking lot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could just find it. Like that—that's nothing. That's nothing. I don't it's know if you guys
1: this <laughs> but that's less than a quarter.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not even. Not twenty-four even cents is less
1: than a quarter. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Fact, fact, fact check. Fact <laughs> check that. Fact check true. <laughs> fact check true. Yeah. So the, the as as many people do, and myself included, which is what spurred this whole thing, is I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, I need to find a I'm gonna try and get ahead of this. I need to find a good commuter vehicle. Yeah. So, as you guys know me, I bust out the Excel sheet. I'm like, let's find out. Because I'm not gonna sell one of my vehicles. I wanna I want to acquire another one to get better fuel mileage yeah during this whole ordeal and i immediately snapped towards uh the honda yeah i know we just talked about you know gas cleaned of clean it, parts but it, it's this is for uh discussion purposes here and i believe the Honda I think, I think our friend brian still has the honda yeah i was kind of that thing i messaged you and you're like it usually got around 35 so i was, yeah, I was gonna say like 30s yeah yeah so i started making this this sheet with all these different factors here like how much mileage are you what mileage are you getting now how much is the fuel you're paying for now how many miles do you drive a week how much is the car going to cost you how much mile or what kind of mileage is the car that you're looking at going to get how much is insurance going to be how much is registration going to be all this other stuff so i can really break it down yeah because if i can in my mind i'm like if i can get this like close i can like dude fudge it or it's like yeah because yeah. i kind of actually wanted to make it happen like yeah. i like i, 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 I I don't know. It just seemed kind of fun, and an actual project. Yeah. As if I needed more projects. I've like, been trying to do whatever <laughs> I'm doing right now. Right. You know, typical guy thing. And so I start, you know, breaking all these numbers out. And I figured out so that this this whole sheet that I have is basically how many weeks it would take, assuming that fuel or gas stays whatever price I put it in there. How many weeks is it going to take for me to break even? Meaning the car has paid for itself with the savings of the fuel. That you're gonna you're gonna get better mileage, yeah, so yeah. it's the savings of that part. And here's the part that most people don't put into their calculations for this kind of stuff: is they assume, you know, they don't think about the price of the car. They're like, I paid ten thousand dollars. This thing gets forty five miles a gallon. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm saving money. I'm saving money. Like, yeah, you save <laughs> money at the pump, but is it really saving you? Like, yeah. how many miles a week do you drive? Yeah. yeah. And what was your previous vehicle getting? Oh, was, you know, I'm getting thirty five in this thing. My old one was getting like twenty five. Like. It's great you're getting ten miles a gallon better, yeah. But you weren't getting super shitty mileage <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. Like, how long would it take you to, to like? Re- and so that's why I started crunching these numbers. And um, long story short, in that scenario, it was going to take me well over one hundred weeks just to break even with how much I drive because I don't drive a lot. I drive about two hundred miles a week. Yeah. Like I only my that's I drive, over two years, people. Yeah, that's over two, and that and that is driving that vehicle every mile of those two years and yeah. th- and the thing that this does not include would be maintenance and we live in the pacific northwest so i'm going to drive it every single day for two years that means i gotta drive it in the winter yeah. so that doesn't cover snow tires doesn't cover anything like that, that doesn't even cover oil changes doesn't yeah. cover stereo doesn't nothing. cover shit air fresheners nothing nothing and so I'm like okay obviously that's not gonna make a whole lot of sense yeah so then i start messing around with the numbers like who does it make sense for yeah when can it like, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I tested it on, on the sales guys here. I was like, hey, anybody's looking for a commuter... I, I thought I was going to hear crickets. And everybody was like, hey, I'm looking at this. Like, I was like, hey, by the way, it's going to take you 49 weeks. And it's going to take you... just And I started messing around. I was like, okay, well, if I'm looking at the Honda, this... And so what I did was I got this Excel sheet. I opened up to uh, a lot of the uh, uh, Instagram followers to send me a message of their stats that I asked for. And I can let you know if it really would kind of like make sense to get this commuter vehicle. And to me as far as what makes sense to get this commuter vehicle is something that's not gonna take two years to break even. Like I know that there's investments that take a long time to break even or make money or something like that. I get that. But for something like this, with you know, fuel being volatile as it is yeah. price wise, and this is just my own, you know, gut check from the <clears throat> hip here. I have a feeling, you know, this, you know, next term president is more than likely going to be able to get things to come down a bit.
2: I would hope I so. I would hope so.
1: <laughs> okay. That should be a freaking platform to run on, but I, I, I have a really good feeling that's going to happen. Does it mean we're going to see pre-pricing? No. My honestly gut check, I see things in the next four or five years. I see, you know, gas kind of leveling off at about five and diesel maybe leveling off at like 450. Really? Yeah. That's why I see it coming back to you and being normal. Wow.
2: Oh. I was gonna, I was thinking way lower. Like diesel no. in the high threes.
1: I don't think it's going to – well, I mean, it's for up here. Maybe some other parts of my but I think uh, gauging everything up here in Spokane, that's what yeah, I kind of yeah. – So I I made a couple different scenarios so I've got six scenarios, and this is basically assuming these first four scenarios are assuming that you're going to find yourself a TDI.
2: Yeah, which uh, you should go on Spokane's Craigslist and look up – 99 to
1: 2003 Volkswagen TDI. Yeah,
2: just for, VW for price TDI. references, because yeah. they've probably gone up
1: now, too. They have. Um, but here, <clears throat> here's the stats that I used. And the reason I mentioned a TDI is as most diesel guys, we, we like diesel, we want to stay with diesel. That's the commuter car to get. A, 100%. A, an early 2000s Volkswagen TDI because they the, they retain their value. They Whether they have 100,000 miles or 300,000 don't, miles. Don't even
2: do max. Just go down. Can you do years? Yeah. Scroll down.
1: So if you guys don't know, uh, Corey, we have him on the microphone now. Say hi, Corey. Hello. <laughs> He's our Jamie, like on Joe Rogan, just except go, way more handsome.
2: Yeah. Just go, Max here, 1999.
1: Max? No,
2: 2003. Or, I thought you said oh 99 to 03. Yeah. yeah, 2003. There you go. Send it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a, uh, the, the first
2: yeah. option is a... T- to click on Silver that. Auto. 2002 Chevy 2500 LT Extended Cab Duramax Diesel 4x4 Truck, 1999. <laughs> Sandpoint. Scroll down on that. <laughs> Pulls up at 252,000 miles.
1: Wow, look at those keywords. Yeah. Good Lord.
2: Oh, yeah. He just put it all in there. Yeah. C- catalog- Was BMW this, is this a dealer? Mini Cooper?
1: Yeah. This is a dealer. Motivated sales, terminal offers. Ha, call Andrew it, at. Has been deleted, and it has a lift pump. It has <laughs> been deleted. It's th- okay, sidebar here. We're gonna get back into the stats <laughs> yeah. here, but this goes back to what I was talking about: people listing seven threes as <laughs> yeah, pre-deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, you're an idiot."
2: We have replaced. Uh, go back to that. Go back. Scroll down. Wait. This has been great for us. We we've nearly replaced all the front end parts. In the last year, leather seats lifted, comes with an extra set of snow tires that are 80%, as well as a snow dog plow mount. No plow. (laughs) This is a reliable truck.
1: (laughs) Sure. Do you guys want to see the pictures or what? No. Okay, so back to the TDI thing TDIs get fantastic mileage. You can, like, whether you drive them nicely or like an a hole, (laughs) they get like 45 miles a gallon around town. Especially if you find some manual. But the whole thing is, you got to find it's the what is it, the ALH or AL4? I don't know. It's the 1999 to 2003. It's a 1.9 liter, and those are the ones that are sought after because there's no emissions on there, and they're just they're super basic, easy, very efficient engines, and they run forever. You've heard me talk about the TDI that we had Cooper had for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he bought that with like 240 on it, and we all drove it at one point. I drove it for, like, a month and a half and got 45 miles a gallon around town driving, like, an A-hole, and I think he sold it with, like, 350 on it for oh, $1,000 more than he bought it for. Yeah. Okay? So TDIs, if you're looking for something that holds their value, Volkswagen TDIs will always hold their value, especially the year range we're talking about here, 9903. So, in the past, whenever I've looked for a TDI, I always, I'm in, the, like, the five grand range. So, for these four calculations and four scenarios I have here, that's a 1.8 turbo. Um it just for you, so you guys know those those engines those uh, that vintage of like jetta and stuff like that they're offered i think a couple different many different engine options there's a 2.0 tur- or 2.0 naturally aspirated 1.8 turbo 1.8 or 1.9 diesel and then they also you can get them with a vr6 try going back to craigslist
2: and just search tdi
1: under cars and trucks yeah well you, you can or, or uh, no we're not logged in the facebook marketplace um So okay, let's let's get into these scenarios real quick here. Okay, all right. So the stats that we have, this first stat is assuming the vehicle you have now gets 15 miles a gallon. Okay, which I say it's pretty average. Most truck guys, if you're in a diesel, I average highway city whatever. I'd say 15 miles a gallon is pretty middle of the road. There are some getting worse, there are some getting better, but 15. I would
2: say that's a good starting. That's like
1: dead cock even there. Um, so you're currently getting 15 miles a gallon. The TDI you're looking at or you that you're budgeting for the TDI is five grand. Okay. So you're not like selling a car to buy a car. You're coming five grand out of pocket. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to assume that this TDI gets 45 miles a gallon, which is actually pretty. It's, it's like right on, I'd say. Yeah. If you, if yeah, you were yeah. to drive a TDI on the highway all day, every day cruising at 65, you're probably going to get like closer to 55. This these things just sip fuel. Yeah, they do. Um, And this this is assuming that fuel uh, is six dollars and stays at six dollars a gallon. Okay, okay. I know that we're at that's pretty much where we're at now. But like, just gotta give you a rubric here. Yeah, yeah. So in my, when we're talking about breaking even previously. So for me to have, for, for this to make sense, I would honestly want it to break even, you know, pretty much before winter starts. So I would want it to yeah. break even like maybe Within three months, year. three yeah. months, four <laughs> yeah, months. Yeah. It's June now. So I would like to see this break even. I was kind of thinking like, let's get into like the, you know, fifth, you know, 12 to 15 week range. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. We just had, uh, we so, just pulled one up, uh, GLS TDI 2001, sixty five hundred dollars how many miles are on it
2: 183 salvage title salvage title.
1: automatic okay but still that thing's gonna sip fuel and it's gonna run really well for you it's gonna last a very very long time um honestly, the only thing holding that thing back is the fact that, I mean, the salvage title, give it or take it, we're all buying cash for these anyways. If you're getting a loan for one of these and you reevaluate what you have going on. Yeah, if, you, but,
2: if you're getting a loan for a
1: commuter car, yeah, don't. That's, just... that's a whole, that's a scenario whole other scenario I did not <laughs> yeah, account yeah. for. If you have to account for interest <laughs> oh, in there what whatnot, yeah, get the hell out Volkswagen,
2: of here. Go down a little, yeah, right there. Volkswagen T4 diesel synchro Eurovan.
1: Now we're talking. There
2: you go. See, now
1: you can you 30 you grand.
2: spend a little bit more but you can sell your house and yeah, just live in s- it.
1: Sell your house and just live in that thing. Pick up, ch- Pick up all kinds of chicks.
2: What are the mileage on that? That's just low.
1: Whoa! 384,000 miles. 30 grand. Good grief. Super 102 rare. horsepower turbo diesel engine. I just need to point this line out right here. You're
2: super capable for all those Forest Service roads. What Forest Service roads are you going on? Because. uh
1: Wow. <laughs> I will say that interior picture is very clean. It's it a very clean vehicle. Okay. Let's get back to the details here because I gotta I gotta spout off some details. Um the to break even. Okay. So yeah. I like I like the twelve to fifteen week range to break even. And we're That's still like, talking
2: about you getting the Honda in this scenario.
1: This the Honda comes in on the very, very last oh, okay. one. Okay. Okay. Um I'm going straight up to TDI. Okay. So 5 TDI. grand for the TDI assuming you get 45 miles a gallon, currently getting 15 your vehicle and fuel stays at $6 a gallon. I drive 200 miles a week. Okay. okay. For me to break even on this, 85 weeks.
2: Okay. A little over a year.
1: A lot over, it's like it's a year and a half. A and a half. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a little. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
1: so, and the thing here is, as you start going up in the miles you drive per week, it starts making more and more sense. Right. So I, I scoped this out, and then usually the last line that I had in all of these is like, how much would you have to, or how much of the variant would you have to change to actually for it to make sense? So if you, say, drive 300 miles a week, you break even in 59 weeks, you drive 400 miles a week, 45 weeks, 500 miles a week, 36 weeks, 600 miles a week, 30 weeks... 700 is 26 weeks 800 is 23 weeks So if you drive 800 <laughs> miles a week you would break even in 23 weeks and I know 800 miles a week sounds like a lot because it is but keep in mind like I have I have friends back in California that uh, maybe like live in Modesto and work in the Bay Area they're literally driving it's like you know 60 to 90 miles one way to work yeah. okay this is not uncommon in certain places but it's still a lot. Yeah. So for me, I was always trying to get these down to 12 weeks. So to make this scenario work to where you could break even in like 12 and a half weeks, you'd have to drive 1,500 miles a week. So that's pretty improbable. If you're driving 1,500 (laughs) miles a week, this is for you, first off. Yeah. But if you're driving 1,500 miles a week and you're currently getting 15 miles a gallon, first off, you've already, you probably should have done this way a long time ago. Like, come on.
2: If you're driving that much a week, your company should be paying for your fuel at that
1: point. (laughs) True. So the next one that I switched up was, Um, Same scenario, but let's say fuel jumps to $10 a gallon. Ooh. Let's say, and this is, and whenever the fuel changes price here, this is assuming it stays that same price for the entire, entirety Entirety of this experiment.
2: Or at least close to it to where it would average out around there.
1: So 15 miles a gallon current vehicle, five grand for a vehicle that gets 45 miles a gallon, gets to and stays 10 miles or $10 a gallon. 200 miles a week, break even in 53 weeks. Hey, this, That's a year. It's a, yeah. 300 drops down to 36, 400, 27, 500, 22, 600 drops down to 18, <laughs> 700 drops down to 16, hundred fourteen and 900 12 and a half weeks. So the fuel cost makes a big difference there. 100%. Yeah. It really does make a big difference. Here's a scenario where it starts making a little more difference as well. So now I changed. Let's say you're just driving a gas guzzling, diesel guzzling, just what, let's say you're getting 10 miles a gallon. You're just driving some, let's say, you know, you're, you're, or you're, let's say maybe your current vehicle is a, I know this is a diesel podcast. Maybe you're driving, you know, uh, an SVT Mustang that gets eight miles a gallon, 10 miles a gallon, something like that, you know? Um but okay, so five grand for and, it, and factors stay the same here. So the only thing that changed in this one is that you're getting shitty, year mi- mileage now. Okay, so ten miles a gallon commuters five grand gets forty five miles a gallon. Fuel gets to and stays at six throughout this whole in, whole thing here. Two hundred miles a week, you're paid you're breaking even in fifty one weeks. Okay, not too bad. Pretty similar to if fuel jump to ten. Yeah, yeah. So three hundred thirty four, four hundred twenty six, five hundred twenty nine, 700. 15, 800, 13 weeks, and 850, 12 and a half weeks. Hmm. Okay. Not bad. So if you're getting really, really crappy mileage and you drive a lot, it's probably something to consider. Yeah. Okay. The next thing is all those things hold the same. So you're getting shitty mileage, but okay. the fuel jumps. Okay. The fuel jumps at 10 miles a gallon. T- $10, 10 dollars a gallon. $10 a gallon, yeah. Oh. So if you were current vehicle that you're driving gets around 10 miles a gallon, you find a commuter for five grand and gets 45 miles a gallon, and fuel jumps to and stays $10 a gallon. If you drive 200 miles a week, you're done in 31 weeks. 300, break even 21, 416, 512, 610, 709, 808. So if you drive 200 two miles months. a week in two months, you'd be breaking even. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's definitely a thumbs up. <laughs> Get on it. Okay, these next two scenarios. These are probably like closer to what I would be doing. Okay. Um, so this next scenario is if you were to find a $1,000 car, mm. but it's not going to get as good as mileage as the TDI. Sure. So let's say you find a $1,000 car that gets 30 miles a gallon. I.e. Honda. I.e. Honda. Yeah. And this is assuming, and this is another factor I had to put in there, but fuel right now is more expensive than, than gas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Diesel fuel. Diesel fuel. Yeah.
1: So I, I factor that in there as well. So, <clears throat> let's say that your your current vehicle gets it's a diesel gets 15 miles a gallon, and fuel is cur- diesel fuel is currently six dollars a gallon. The commuter you're looking at is a thousand dollars gets 30 miles a gallon, but at the time that I did this, gas was five fifty, so fifty cents less. I
2: was, I was just going to say fifty cents less yeah. usually.
1: So if you drive 200 miles a week, you break even in 22 weeks. That's not bad. It's not too bad. 300. 15 400 11 500 nine weeks that's pretty good that's yeah that's pretty good yeah if you can find that thousand dollar vehicle that gets 30 miles a gallon that needs no work yeah you're good to go and extrapolating that out 600 is eight weeks 700 is uh just under seven weeks 800 six weeks and 1200 miles would be four weeks i put that in there just because we did I was, I was trying to you know what would 1200 be? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> At what point does it basically work after one fill-up? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> start paying me
1: back. <laughs> so this final scenario is basically like cheap commuter and you're getting just absolute shit mileage. Okay. So this is, you're currently getting 10 miles a gallon, you find a commuter for $1,000, gets 30 miles a gallon, gas, I'm sorry, fuel diesel fuel bumps up to 10 and gas goes to 950 Okay. And it stays that way throughout the entire experiment. 200 miles a week you break even in 17 and a half weeks you're already in the that's pretty good yeah uh 300 12 and a half 409 500 seven weeks (laughs) i feel like the the, when i pulled a bunch of people on instagram the there were a lot that were around the 200 it seemed to be you're either like the 200 ish or you're like the 5 to 650 yeah and then there was a couple outliers here and there um But yeah, so and then 600 goes to six weeks, 700, five weeks, 800, four weeks. And just because we did 12 on the previous one, 1,200 miles a week, you'd break even in three weeks. Less than a month. Less than a month. (laughs) At that
2: point, you'd be more worried about the car holding up for
1: that month (laughs) in order for this experiment to to work. And this is assuming the the factors that I put in there that you may not have on your own is assuming that insurance is going to cost you 25 bucks a month. And registrations, a hundred bucks a year. Yeah, and that also means if the if the weeks went over fifty two, it tacked on another hundred bucks. Gotcha. So trying trying to account for everything in there, the only thing that is not accounted for is maintenance. And I know it seems like kind of like Ben, why the hell wouldn't you count maintenance? Because you you don't know what's going to happen on this thing, right? You know, I, mean, I assume oil changes and whatnot, but like you just you, you don't know. Yeah. So I tried to keep with like variables that I had a really good handle on. Yeah. 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 So what we found was most people that are rushing out to buy a commuter right now or think they need to, if you're getting 15 miles a gallon in your truck and you and you drive like I don't know less than 400 miles a week, I would say just stick to what you have, man. Yeah. And if you were debating spending five thousand dollars, you know, take half of that, get a do some really good maintenance on your truck. Yeah, go through, replace bearings, replace your calipers. You know, t- go through with a fine tooth comb. Make sure nothing's dragging. Yeah, you know, get some. You know, fuel system cleaner in there. Get a new air filter. Do an oil change. You know, just start. You know, lighten up. The- do something to like help you get a little yeah. bit better mileage to run more efficiently. And you would probably end up working better than you know just jumping straight into a commuter. Yeah. So my advice to you guys. Is make sure you crunch these numbers before you just run out and buy a commuter. Because, is there something in your beer? Dude,
2: there's so many things in my beer right now. What's going on, man? I have, like, a community of little things. <laughs> really? Are there any other cups, too? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was looking. I was, we just, we I'm not trying the, to, we just like, cleaned the lines. pay attention, but it's just like, dude, look at everything I got in there.
1: Is there I'm residue just, from your cup?
2: No, I washed the crap out of that. We just, we just cleaned
1: the lines, like, happened? two weeks I ago. You can't really see. It. It's yeah, like a yours. month That's,
2: ago. Yours probably does, but too dark. Can't There's tell. this one that's like not going to the top or the bottom. It got really close to the top, and then it went straight down to the bottom. No, I'm clear. Dude, every single time. It has to be just that that one tap. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I probably look like I wasn't paying attention at all, but I
1: swear I was. It was it's just like mesmerized
2: you know. by this little floating thing in here that's not floating but not sinking. At the Here's same the thing, time.
1: News Flash. <laughs> no one really watches podcasts. I know. And we know that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. People listen listening. to
1: podcasts. I would be curious to see those numbers uh-huh. with like a new electric vehicle.
2: Oh, uh they, that's what I was gonna bring up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Michael Knowles from Daily Wire, he did mm-hmm. a <laughs> like he did something similar with an electric vehicle that let's say cost like uh, well, he started with like Teslas that were like $100,000. It's like, yeah, you'll yeah. pay it off in like uh, like 380 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like or no, it was years. He did years. Like, you'll pay it off in like 65 years or something like that. Like, it just makes no
1: sense. Yeah. No sense. The the one that, because uh, he's actually kind of doing it right now, because he, he honestly, his name is Matt McGadden. We've had him on here before. Uh, if you don't follow him on Instagram, make sure and follow him there. His Instagram handle is Desert Chief. Like he's the chief of the desert, desert chief. Uh, his name, first name is Matt, last name Magadam. spelled like <laughs> Magadam. Matt Magadam. You can find him there. Um, but he, in, I actually, I used his example in here a little yeah. bit earlier. He, he went from basically driving an SVT Mustang that was making probably like five, six hundred horsepower daily. Yeah. And he was, he's like, yeah, I drive the way I drive. I'm not going to stop driving the way I am because gas is a lot. I love vehicles. I love cars. I love going yeah. fast, like doing all that kind of shit. It's like, I get eight. Yeah, I made my choice. Yeah. All right. yeah. <laughs> and he is one of those guys, like when new vehicles come on, everybody starts putting out hate on there. He's usually the guy that will kind of throw a little bit of razz there, because he's kind of like, look at the big picture, guys. Now, let's yeah. think about this. But when the when the electric Mustang came out. Oh,
2: God. It's not even, first of
1: all, it ain't a Mustang. I know. That okay. thing is like a Ford Escape. It is. Okay. And he he acknowledges that. He's like, yeah, I get it. It's not a... He's like, keep, keep in mind, I'm going from like an SVT Mustang to this electric Mustang. Yeah. But, well, now he is. But when it came out, he's like, I don't know why all you guys are talking so much shit on this thing. It is a, you know, easily accessible electric vehicle and it holds you and your stuff okay and it's a ford it's not a tesla or anything like that i he's know like, but hear me out hear me out because okay. he- he's kind all of a troll right. when it comes to this kind of stuff but with good reason yeah. and he's like i put an order in for one everybody's like f you matt like you're supposed to be you know and he has like a baja truck he's got you know he's got a 73 van that's solid axle swapped all that kind of stuff he's like he's a motorhead they're like how could you you know you're blah 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 and he's like guys like it's about that time it was 2021 but like it's 2021 get with the program okay Thing, yeah. It's not all carburetors anymore. Okay, guys, things change. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm always gonna love big engines. I'm gonna be going fast, but things change. Yeah. Think about it. What well, makes sense for lots of people. Yeah. So he literally went and uh, I can't remember if he sold or traded it in his SVT because his his uh, his electric Mustang came in. Oh god. And he's been driving that, and uh, he's been putting it up there. He's like, yeah, I hear there's a there's an issue with gas or whatever. And he posted up how much it cost to charge him that night. It was like four dollars and eighty five cents. <laughs> Yeah, but he's also the same guy, similar to Corey Willis, when he posted about because Corey has a uh, Tesla. Yeah. And he's also got a whole bunch of other you know vehicles as well. He's like, guys, I'm going to be honest. For for jamming around, he lives in Southern California. He's like, for sure. jamming around L.A. area, staying less than 200 miles away from home, you know, zipping around here to there, it's great. I love it. It's zippy. It's fast. The AC works. It costs me. It, you know, I can go 200 miles a day and it costs me $4.60 or whatever sure. it is. That's kind of cool. He's like, I took it on a road trip. And it sucks. Yeah. It absolutely sucks. And it's like, yeah. And Corey said the same thing. He's like, I as much as I love driving my Tesla around, it's fine. But, like, if I'm going to go on a road trip, I'm getting in my truck.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know where I was going with that. But that's kind of like the, the whole electric car thing. And he's like, I fully understand that this is like, I'm not buying this to, like, pay other things off. I'm using I'm, it, I'm using it no, as a tool.
2: My I guess my problem with the, the that particular vehicle is that it shouldn't even be called a Mustang.
1: Oh, no, it shouldn't. It, should, it not. should
2: not have been called a Mustang. No. It should be a e hybrid escape or something like that. Or similar. Or I mean, you got a Mustang
1: and you got a Bronco. It should have been the. <laughs> well, you just tainted <laughs> the, the Mustang name, donkey? name. like
2: <laughs> yeah, the Burrow. <laughs> Burro. <laughs> <laughs> but it it it, it, well, it couldn't even be that because a Burro, you know, pack meal, like that's it's a pack meal, man. That thing will just go and go and go and yeah, go. Yeah, but it and can go. hold
1: lots of stuff. And the the the, the, the must the electric Mustang is basically a hatchback. It called a mini horse. Oh, yeah. God.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. No, I. I it just should have never been called a Mustang. Bro. I think they just completely <laughs> tainted the the Mustang name. Totally. With 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 that move, I saw dude. I saw one because we passed by that train the the little train overpass, and there's always a brand new vehicles sitting mm. there. Like at one time, there was like probably a hundred Broncos sitting back there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I started seeing those Mustangs, and then I saw one on the road. I'm like, what yeah. in God's name is that? What? That is not a Mustang.
1: Like,
2: if anything, the-
1: <laughs> it, like if anything, and I, I may get hung out to dry this one, okay? But hear me out. So we all know the difference between like the Broncos and the Bronco Sports. The Bronco Sport is basically mm-hmm. a glorified Escape, right? And if you've done any sort of listening or research, you know that Ford was trying to make basically Bronco like its own. I don't want to say own motor company, but its own line. You get a Bronco sure. this, you get a Bronco X, Bronco Y, Bronco Z, and it encompasses more than just like the normal Bronco off-road vehicle.
2: Which I I I am for that decision. I mm. actually like that they did that yeah. because they had the Bronco full-size and they had the Bronco Two mm-hmm. little small one. I still think that that combination of two Broncos is cooler than the new ones as mm-hmm. far as like capability. Because I love those little Bronco Twos. I think yeah. they're so freaking cool. I used to have one little five-speed. It was awesome, but. But, yeah, I think that's a, that was a good move on them, but they totally fucked up the Mustang thing for sure.
1: Well, what if they made – what if instead of it, it being a Mustang, it was the Bronco E? Bronco no. electric. No. I mean, it basically looks like a Bronco Sport. It's just a little shorter.
2: It doesn't. It just
1: it's Pull it up. Pull yeah. it up. Actually, yeah, we, we have the capability now. So, Corey's man on the computer. He's got the screen in front of us. Yeah, pull up a Bronco Sport and then the electric Mustang.
2: Let's see here. I, I, I honestly, I don't think the Bronco Sport looks bad. I think they look—they're kind of a cool little SUV for your wife, or your you know, exactly. daughter for, for <laughs> your wife or your daughter. I like that one for forty, right there. That's a—that's
1: a Bronco Sport, yeah. Or
2: yeah, or that red one,
1: that silver one. The, those
2: those they're kind of Range Rover ish. They look
1: they look way better on screen than they do in real life. Can you find some sort of like not manufacturer picture that's trying to make it look cool? I'm not trying to find one that makes it look like shit, but I have yet to see a, a Bronco Sport that looks anywhere as cool as that. I'm trying to find one that has like a like someone's freaking Instagram photo or something. You know, scroll back up the top. <coughs> Fail on here, but okay. I see what you say there about it being kind of like a, a Rover esque. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, a little bit. You know, but I, I honestly, okay, now, I, yeah, a Mustang electric. Oh god,
1: uh, pardon me,
2: a barley juice. <laughs> that looks like a Hyundai. Was it the Tuscany or the t- Tucson or whatever it's called? The t- Tiburon. Tibur- no, the no the SUV. Do another tab and do Hyundai. Hyundai it's Tuscany or something is I'm pretty it, sure it, Tuscany sounds about
1: right yeah Tuscan, Tucson is it
2: Tus- Tucson, is it Tucson? Tucson? T- Tuscan we <laughs>
1: <Tuscan? laughs> bunch of idiots <laughs> from Tucson, Arizona so
2: is
1: it... yeah it looks like it if you look at that that white one was silver yeah, yeah, it was still wearing yeah. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So that, that's what it okay. looks
1: like to me yeah I, I see. it looks less like but a Bronco S <laughs> than I thought it did it's freaking hideous it is pretty hideous first of all Mustang's never had four doors
2: yeah and secondly, that ain't a freaking Mustang. No. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah. What's the, I think the thing that pisses me off, too, with those is they did such a good job on the new body style of the actual Mustang,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then they did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. What are you looking at? Fisker Karma?
1: Yeah, that's kind of what it reminds me of is a Karma.
2: Well, that's way cooler looking. Never mind. (laughs) Disregard. Way, way way cooler looking. I don't know. Like, I think they, you know, as far as, uh, although, since we're talking about electric vehicles, although the Ford Lightning, okay, back in the day was a cool little hot rod truck. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I do think they ruined, again, they ruined the Lightning name. Although, I see where they got it from. Lightning, electric, blah, 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 blah. But if you if you advertise that your your vehicle
1: has a frump <laughs> like that that's you, know. you shouldn't you shouldn't release that. So there is. I came across an article a couple of days ago that they cuz the the Ford F150 is their electric route now. Yeah. And uh, everybody's been talking about how the range is just like <laughs> Is, is like, oh, that's good. And then when you start doing truck things, it's like shit. total shit. Yeah. So they did one where it was like it was t- uh, towing. Yeah. And the range went down by over like 30% or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Very easily. A ton. And then the other one that I saw, and I'm trying to pull it up now, um, Corey, you might be able to pull it up faster than I can. I didn't actually get to fully read it, but they did a a, a leveling kit and a little bit bigger tires on it. And the, again, the range was just like.
2: Just dropped just <laughs> trash. <laughs> uh, no, I. a kit uh, electric F one
1: fifty. See if the article comes up. I was, let me guess. I don't know, but they were like, yeah, range was drastically reduced, blah blah. And then you, you put it there, and you're like, okay, well, a leveling kit, you put some you know decent tires on there, and then you go to tow with your electric. <laughs> You know, F one fifty. All of a sudden, your range ninety miles.
2: You know, I think the electric <laughs> cars have the, have their place in um, you know big cities like you know your Seattle's, your Los Angeles, your you know your New York, that kind of stuff. Uh, but where we live and where the majority of especially like diesel truck guys live, there's no, there's 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 no room. There's no room for them. No. Sorry, there's no especially with the hauling thing like they're gonna have to figure that out with batteries like that's that's uh something that's always going to be an issue because again i've said this before it doesn't solve any of my issues like what do i do if i get an electric vehicle i can't go tow my toy toy hauler like anywhere we go i'd be out of juice by the time i not even by the time i got there yeah (laughs) like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Fire up a generator <laughs> to charge my. Well, not even brings me. We, we we've, we've talked what? about
1: it before, but the uh, the whole idea of having semis be electric, and if the range is the, the only thing that semis have going for them is they obviously can move around a bigger battery. Sure, but, you know they weigh a lot. They weigh a lot, but like seeing how detrimental moving weight is on a fully electric truck, just by you know, lifting it and putting like a thirty-three inch tire on there, seeing how much it's reduced. How big and how heavy is the damn battery gotta be on a semi truck to make it happen. Well dude I with am- that would that yeah. offset the payload so much to where You one, now
2: you can't haul as much. Now
1: you can't haul as much. Now yeah. you have more electric trucks on the road and yeah. and then the ever present that we everybody you know talks about but no one's actually done the research on or at least I haven't found is, you know, what is the actual cost of making a battery? And what is the environmental impact of actually making a battery? Yeah, who is it benefiting? Like, not to get too preachy here, but if let's say we do make this full change to electric, and we now make America 1.5 percent cleaner, yeah. right? We still have. 92%, and I'm, I'm giving a little bit of grace here because there are some countries out there that are yeah. still, you know, like, you know Switzerland, <laughs> Canada, they're still sure. relatively clean. Yeah. But like, we've got all these other countries that are still putting out more pollutants than all of us combined.
2: Oh, yeah. Germ- Ger- Germany's what? starting up their coal plants again.
1: Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> Where do we source all these parts for these damn batteries? From them. Yeah. Making all this damn pollution. Does that get factored sense. into the account here?
2: It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It makes zero sense.
1: Yes. Maybe I. I Someone's got to do the research, and I, I kind of don't want it to be me because I'm afraid what I'm going to find out. But yeah, it
2: just, it here's just... no, here's what here's what here's where I think it's it is going to go, and I here's where I think it should go. Cummins has got it going on right now, and they're doing that hydrogen power stuff. Yeah, I think hydrogen is the wave of the future as far as for mm-hmm. especially heavy haul trucks. And for guys like us, you're like you never know, like there might be a hydrogen powered truck in ten years that we could just buy from Ford or Dodge or, or mm-hmm. Ram, I should say, or GM. I think that's going to be the like. Listen, I like diesel, but it'd be kind of cool to be like, yeah, dude, this thing runs on hydrogen, dude. Remember the Hindenburg?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Remember that explosion? Success. Oh yeah, we've contained yeah. it. <laughs> we've contained.
1: Remember it. Where they marketed the you know, internal combustion engine, external explosion engine. Yeah. Well, guess what? This has a track rotor fucking exploding, <laughs> yeah. like big time. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> big. <laughs> yeah. No, I dig it. Hydrogen. That's where it's going.
1: That's where it's going. We'll see. Hopefully, this know. is
2: like perfect time for us to do our live. Yeah, because we want to start by. So we other, are going
1: yeah. to wrap this one up. We greatly appreciate all you guys tuning in. Um, if you guys don't know, as I mentioned before in the first uh, part, first part of the episode. We go live every Wednesday right around 4.30 to 5 p.m. It's 4.31. We're about to button this thing up, hit the off button, turn the phone on, and have a beer with the boys. So, yep. again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, in the comments section, you know, I, if, if this information helped you out and you want me to crunch some numbers that you have because you think you may be on the cusp or something like that or you may have some outlying stuff, let me know. Or... You know, if you've purchased something and it's already paying you off or you found a way around this or something like that, let me know. Like, I, I, this is a genuine, a nice, a good discussion I want to have because I think a lot of diesel guys are thinking the same thing right now. Yeah. So, that being said, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye.
2: Me. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.